0: Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Spiritual Boss Babe podcast, or welcome if it is your first time listening. In today's episode, we have another cosmic coaching conversation where I have the amazing Chelsea Damron here with me, who I will introduce you to in just a moment. And when I do these cosmic coaching conversations, it's basically a deep dive conversation where I am supporting someone through whatever they're working towards right now. And it's a very conversation style thing where you get to basically be a fly on the wall, listen in and have your own ahas and breakthroughs as we go. So let me tell you a little bit about Chelsea. First of all, she's freaking awesome. We connected on Instagram of several months back, and just clicked right away. And I just love the work that Chelsea is doing. I actually was just on her podcast. She is an intuitive wellness coach, energy practitioner, and spiritual advisor who has spent the last two decades battling chronic illnesses, and her story is incredibly inspiring how she has been able to heal and grow and evolve and now make this her body of work. Of work, She has personally experienced the most miraculous transformation of mind, body, and spirit, and now is living her absolute dream, being a vessel for spirit to flow through and allow her light to shine so she could support others in the way that she has transformed her life. So I am super excited to introduce you to Chelsea, to for you to listen in on our conversation, and for you to get a lot out of this episode. Make sure that when you listen, you tag us on Instagram. You can find me at The Spiritual Boss Babe. Check out the show notes as well so that you know where to connect with Chelsea and see whatever, what else she has going on in her world. And if 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 you are loving the podcast when you're listening or after you listen and you want to leave some love, I would so appreciate if you could take two seconds to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are listening. I so, so, so appreciate it. So without further ado, let's welcome Chelsea onto the show. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here. And we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world, and it's time. So let's do this. Hello, Chelsea. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for our cosmic coaching conversation and for you to share some of your magic and really feel like this is going to be a beautiful, expansive call for our our podcast. (laughs) It really feels like a coaching call for us and for everyone listening that's being a fly on the wall. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited and so thrilled to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too, especially since like you said we connected the other day. I was on your podcast. Yes. And we jammed out about a lot of things and it's it's going to be fun to have you on here too.
1: I'm super pumped. We had such a blast with having you. We are so grateful and so honored and I just can't wait to continue to ride this journey with you, sister.
0: Yeah, and what's your podcast called so people could check it out? I know it's 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 new. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes, it's new. So we um we are We're publishing our new episodes on Fridays and they come out at 6 a.m. So they're there for your morning commute. um, And it is called The Healing Art of Being You.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: Love it. it. It's available on all of the different platforms. So go check it out.
0: Oh, The Healing Art of Being You. Love it. (laughs) So let's first open it up a little bit. um, If you want to share um, what got you on your path of following your dreams and your passion and what is your vision like in the next year?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, this is a, this is a big question for me. Mm -hmm. I would say I have spent a decade, over a decade in healthcare at the bedside, uh, most recently as an ICU nurse through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the last two decades, I have been a chronic pain warrior, battling endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and interstitial cystitis. I've gone through six major abdominal surgeries, the last one being a hysterectomy at the age of 30 in 2021. And that really, really rocked my world. Um, It catapulted me into my darkest night of the soul. I was left with really no foundation of mental, spiritual, emotional, physical strength. Mm. All of it was gone. I had been told by Western medicine that this would be the answer, that this would fix- my problems and would give me that quality of life back that I was searching for. Um, And I was left with the complete opposite. And so it was that moment that I really had to look within and reevaluate my belief system, my Mm -hmm. belief in science, my belief in really just like the rigid construct that society had given me that I thought I was required to fit in that box. And that left me very, very desperate and suicidal and just feeling like, I didn't know how I was supposed to wake up every day. I didn't know if I had the strength to continue to wake up in this amount of pain and do all of the work that was necessary to climb that mountain, to even just function in life, in society again. And so I definitely felt the feels, I would say, Mm -hmm. Um, went through this moment of really spiritual awakening where I thought I was losing my mind. Mm. I thought I had schizophrenia. I really was like, this has to be delusions of grandeur. There is no way that I'm standing in front of the sink, washing my face and just getting these downloads that my spiritual support animal that had just passed was an angel sent here to guide me and be with me as I moved through life and went through all of these trials and tribulations and struggles. And so really had that moment of like, am I losing my mind? What Mm -hmm. is going on here? And uh, through that spiritual awakening experience, I was able to really find that grounded place of peace and knowing that I wasn't crazy, Mm -hmm. that this was such a beautiful gift, actually, and that... um, part of it is is why I was being given this gift was because I'm supposed to help others. And mm-hmm. so um, through my healing journey, I found an incredible physical therapist floor physical therapist who really had a holistic approach on things. And mm-hmm. that is actually my podcast co-host. So Allison, oh, cool. she's incredible. Um, and she is who referred me then to an energy practitioner. And when I had my first session with my energy practitioner of the body code, um, it, was, it was like, love at first sight. She immediately was like, yeah, this is actually the work that you were always supposed to do. You just didn't know that you couldn't find it in mainstream healthcare. Mm. And it was like coming home. Really. My soul felt seen for the first time I was able to identify that like this voice that was so strong, this intuition that I had used to have no problem listening to now would be countered by all these other voices that would make it so that I was just stuck standing in place and frozen. I couldn't move forward. I couldn't move backward. I couldn't move Mm. side to side. I was just stuck. And so the body code really opened me up, really helped me unleash the energies that were trapped inside my body that were creating physical disease, that were creating mental disease, that were creating emotional Mm. disease, right? And really get back to that core of who I am and get my body back and get my life back and I can't tell you how truly miraculous this transformation has been for me. Wow. Um, I would say I had my first body code session last December around there. And so um, I probably got into it, like learning about it and like dabbling myself mm-hmm. um, early last 2022. So like probably right around now, actually. Okay, cool. ish. Um And so when I dove in for my own practice is really when my healing just catapulted. It was like I took twin turbos and just like Mm -hmm. put them on the car and took off. And so I began to really experience like physical changes within my body that I could sit down next to a physician that I've worked with my whole life and they would tell me that I was making it up, right? Mm -hmm. Things that are not tangible and touchable and seeable that are in the unseen were happening that I, they they weren't deniable. And so I completely shifted, created new beliefs and just a sense of service that I thought I had been fulfilling previously that Mm -hmm. now I was actually able to fulfill. And so that it brought me into this environment with these clients where I'm able to really see them and support them at their lowest moments, at the moments where they feel like, Everybody else has a choice. Everybody else has a purpose and a goal and a journey, but mine just isn't there. I'm just a waste of space. I'm just useless because I felt it. And because of my lived experience, I'm able to really identify how they're feeling when they can't help them move through that in a healthy manner, release the things that are keeping them stuck and help them see that a lot of what they're working through was never theirs in the first place. was Mm -hmm. actually external of them. And it has truly just changed my life. I am so grateful and honored to be able to do this work. Genuinely, it feels like it's more of a blessing for me than it is for my clients. Yeah. Um, But it has been such an incredible, incredible journey. And I am really, really excited about the progress that I've seen within my clients so far. And I know that by my journey progressing, I'm only increasing my reach and the amount Mm -hmm. of people that I can help. And Mm -hmm. so I'm really, really looking to provide a place and a community for people that are searching for something that they haven't found yet. Yeah.
0: I literally feel like I want to connect you with like my best girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Yes, please. I'm all about it.
0: Like everything you just said is like, um, exactly kind of what she she, the body pain the you know it's Mm -hmm. like really um a deep dark challenging thing that nothing seems to really help and it it sounds like you've been like through that exact thing it's really cool to hear your story I'm so curious like You know, how long were you dealing with all of that, I guess, is my first question. Yeah. And second, when you started the body code stuff Mm -hmm. and all of that, were you like, oh, this is just another thing I'm going to try? Or were you hopeful or was there like a mix of that? Just curious.
1: Yeah. So um, endometriosis itself is something that takes a really long time for people to get diagnosed with. One in 10 women have it. And it can take upwards of seven to 11 years to get diagnosed, which is wow. it's pretty horrible. So, um, I am somebody who suffered from painful periods my entire life. I went on, I started my period when I was 11 and I went on birth control at the age of 13. And so, pretty much from then on, my menstrual cycle was a defining moment in my life. I couldn't go to school, I couldn't function. I would be rolling around on the ground in front of the bathroom just thinking this is normal, right. Um, mm. on birth control all throughout high school and college, it really started to become an issue for me. Um, I started to not be able to push through and function the way I had been prior, right. Mm-hmm. Just game facing and doubling down and really just powering through. Um, and so nursing school was a struggle That was when I probably had the peak of my physical discomfort and issues. Um, I had my first surgery December of 2013, and then I graduated nursing school in March of 2014. So it really kind of like catapulted as I joined the world as an adult and like in my place and what I thought was my purpose. It was like, oh, here you go. Now we're gonna make it even harder. So you're gonna help people who are going through their deepest and darkest moments because I'm a cancer nurse. So that Mm. is what I've been this whole time, right? Um, Which has been such a blessing. But you're also gonna be going through it yourself. And so I would have these moments where, you know, unexpected things would happen. Like I had an ovarian cyst that came about really suddenly after a previous surgery. So I my second surgery was October of was Halloween actually, of 2014. And then I developed a cyst in January of 2015 that doubled in size in three days. And as a wow. result, I like couldn't feel my feet. I was Whoa. admitted for pain management and I was treated like I was drug seeking. So they're like, you're fine. It's just emotional problems. Like you just can't handle the stress, the chronic pain, et cetera. They finally put me on the schedule for the OR and opened me up and realized that this cyst had gone from six centimeters wide to 11 and a half. Whoa. So it was the size of a cantaloupe. Oh my and goodness. That is why I couldn't feel my feet and I was in so much pain. That is crazy. And so I was actually told uh hindsight by my spiritual advisor and body code practitioner that that was a moment where I was given the choice to either come back to my body and fulfill my mission or go to the light. And if wow. I had been given more time, I may not have made the same decision, which is so accurate. Ooh. So accurate in hindsight. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Yeah, totally can see that. So it has been really something that I have struggled with my whole life, Um, especially as an adult professional. I completely sacrificed everything that I had for what I was doing, Mm -hmm. for the work that I was doing. I worked myself into the grave where I had to get an orientee, had to ask for someone to work underneath me so that way I could like sit in a chair at work Mm -hmm. and she could like do the physical things Mm -hmm. and i couldn't shower between shifts i couldn't function i was just existing to perform my role in capitalist society and go back to bed and so the hysterectomy really like blew everything up and it truly allowed me to see that i had had a role in all of that like my guilt and my shame That had told me I was broken, that I was the problem, gave me permission to double down and continue to not listen to my body and continue Mm -hmm. to just out of sight, out of mind. And this work really is what showed me that that was all wrong, and that everything that I've been taught about physical wellness was really missing the root cause. And so that's the beauty of what the Body Code does; is it really narrows down and gets laser focused on the root Mm -hmm. of what you're feeling and experiencing. And so um, it really, like when I started this, it just, it catapulted my own healing like tenfold. I think because I was learning about it and, and experiencing it, it was like, I had really gotten to that place where I had no hope. Wow. It was so when I met Allison, I And had, when was this at that so point? I met Alison. Okay. So I had my hysterectomy in July. I went through it on my own for like three months. I saw her at the end of September. This September? For the first time. Um twenty twenty-one.
0: Okay, so like a year and a year and a couple mm-hmm. months.
1: Yeah. So twenty twenty one, I met Allison and when I walked into her office. It was really, she was my Hail Mary. Mm. I was, I was open to there being an option out there that was the answer, but I didn't believe that there was one. Mm. I wasn't like, I know this is going to be it. I was like, all right, if I'm going to choose life, because at that moment, it was really a life or death decision for me. It was, am I going to live knowing all of the things that come with that? in order to even just live. Or I'm just gonna tap out because this is too hard. And I wasn't ready. So I chose life. And that meant that I was gonna do whatever I had to to create an environment where my physical body was my top priority, mm. bottom line, top priority. Whether that meant accruing debt, whether that meant, you know, changing jobs, because I was jobless at the time. Um it really was just my, that's what I committed to. And I found a public floor PT in Washington, the state, mm-hmm. to help me. I was like, oh, I love their method, their mindset. Like, this is it. And they are like, well, sweetheart, you are going to need somebody in person to actually like assess you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And so I found <laughs> Allison and mm-hmm. I walk in and she's like, this is going to be a long road, but we can do this. And just from the moment that I met her, I was like, whoa, hold on. This is it hindsight 2020 i wonder now i've asked myself so many times like if i had actually needed the hysterectomy if i had met her sooner mm-hmm. if i would have been able to heal my body with this work and with the energy work without the surgical intervention but i actually know now in this moment that i was divinely meant for that surgical intervention because had i not removed the physical cause of the disease I would never have been able to believe Mm. in the unseen. And so we started working together and I very quickly within two or three sessions was able to feel the difference within my body. I could feel energy moving through my abdomen in ways that I had not been able to feel ever. Um, I could breathe in ways that I hadn't ever known I couldn't before. Right. So it was really, um, like I don't, I wouldn't say that it was necessarily like the Kundalini awakening experience, but that's very much what it felt like to be able to feel that energy move within my vessel again for the first time and find that true, like relaxation and peace within my soul was like magic. Wow. And that is what gave me hope. That's really what was like, hold on a second. There's something to this. Yeah. And so then when I, the reason I got referred for, uh, energy work was actually sweating. I was having really bad night sweats and mm-hmm. I have ovaries, so it didn't make any sense. Right. And so when I start working with my body cook practitioner, it was this moment of like, it all makes sense. I had started on my spiritual awakening really in that October, that's that September or in October. And so in that three or four months, like period before I actually started doing the body code work myself, um, I had found a lot of that spiritual belief. And so the body code really brought it almost full circle for me to be able to see that energy is love and that love is God and spirit and source and however you However you identify with your personal beliefs, right. And so mm-hmm. that is is really how I managed to keep going. it it was not hopeful. I was not like, this is it. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, if this is gonna be what the cards that I've been dealt, this is the, my only option. Wow. and I think I think because it, it was really that like surrender to it being my only option that I was really open to like whatever came at me. yeah and magic is what came at me. So I'm so blessed.
0: That's so, uh, you have such a powerful story. Uh, Thank oh my you God. so I just, much. Yeah. Like this is so inspiring and empowering to hear. And I'm sure there are many listeners who can resonate in some ways too, with things that they may have been dealing with, you know, and it's really cool to, I, I like now I'm intrigued to learn more about the body code and, you know cuz it, yeah. it sounds like when you get to the root cause and mm-hmm. you can actually move the energy within yeah. you it actually uh heals whatever physical ailment is going on correct i'm sure there's other yes. aspects to it
1: yeah so you're you're 100% right what happens is the body code enables us to release that energy um i also I'm just a complete geek about like all things psychology and same <laughs> nervous system and all the things. So like it, it's that trauma pattern, right? Mm. That we get stuck in that neuroplasticity. So releasing that energy allows us to create a new pattern. And so our nervous system reacts to stimuli in a different manner that we mm. weren't able to react in before. Because it didn't so know it. Yeah. It yeah. was stuck. Mm-hmm. It was stuck there in that energy. So it's, it's kind of like, think about like addiction. So you, the addiction itself isn't to the actual substance. That's the coping mechanism. The addiction is the act of searching for that dopamine, for that pleasure source, right? And so people can do all the right things. They can follow the 12 steps to a T and still have trouble really moving through that addiction cycle, right? And so this energy, This energy work allows you to release the pattern that's keeping you stuck in that cycle using those coping mechanisms so that the next time you're faced with that stimuli, you can create a new one, a healthy one and move through it. And then we no longer have that same need for those coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Now, if we don't do the work, we don't do the integration, then... Mm -hmm it's going to come back up, right? And we're going to have more lessons to learn that show us that this is where we need to put our focus. But if we're able to do the work, which most of the clients that I work with have already been doing it without even realizing it, mm-hmm. um, they're really able to release that. And they wake up the next day after their processing period and they feel like Snow no light. With the birds chirping and the sun shining, and it's like, how did I not like? How did that happen? What was that? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. And it's just wild. And then, like you said, so the energy gets released, which then allows your body to jump into its natural healing process. So I can tell you that, like, there are things that I've experienced within my own body that I have no scientific explanation for. I could not walk you through the pathophysiology of how I believe this transformation happened within my physical body Mm -hmm. to obtain the results that I've found. But I can tell you that I have muscles in my abdomen that connect places that they've never connected before. Wow. I am able to do things now that I was never able to before. Um, Before I couldn't, before my hysterectomy and even well before then, like I couldn't go to the grocery store. Click list, amen. Delivery, when delivery became a thing, the pandemic like rocked my world because it made my (laughs) life as a chronically ill human so much easier. Wow. And so now I'm like, I can walk my dogs three times a day. I can do power yoga classes. I can do pike ups on the ball. I have this physical strength that I'd never had before. I don't, I can't even I can, if I really try, get into the place where I was, like at my most vulnerable and most pain and just feeling the most helpless. But on any given day, like that is a very distant memory. And my day-to-day life is, for all intents and purposes, pain-free, essentially. It pops up when I need it to, typically when I'm not listening. So Mm -hmm. if I am, you know, getting in my ego and just grinding it out and not listening to the signs and the symptoms and the, you know, my body's trying to tell me, then I'll have pain. Then I'll have dysfunction and it'll try to show me something. It'll teach me a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. But ultimately it really, really gives the body an opportunity to kick into gear and do what it was always divinely meant to do, which Mm -hmm. is heal. That's so awesome. awesome, It's truly incredible. It's so
0: cool. And so now you're supporting other people with this. Yes. And um, and we actually just I I just love all of this. (laughs) And I'm like geeking out. Um, so now you're supporting other people with this, and you're just you just kind of getting things in motion a lot more in your with your work, yeah?
1: Yes, yes. So shifting from the
0: nursing thing to like sharing mm -hmm. about this and now partnering with your uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Alison. Yeah, Allison, Allison,
0: Allison. Mm-hmm. She's super cool. And sharing your magic and wisdom in the yes. world, which is so cool. And you initially wanted to have this coaching conversation more so for um, relationship stuff. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. So part of this actually, so where I got connected to you, caitlin the the magic my body code instructor caitlin. um her name is caitlin mccoskey so okay. she is she was my body code practitioner cool and she I, connected you to me yeah
0: oh that's so funny
1: she's also who uh gave us our icebreaker question for you when you came on our podcast yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i'd had a call with her that, like that's just so a couple funny. days before and she was like she she was like hey your guides are telling me ask her what she has for breakfast. It's like, okay, <laughs> not that exciting. <laughs> but so she, um, she actually connected me to you for the spiritual side of things and, cool. the, and the, and really how well you own it and you just mm. show up in this brand and it's just you and you just radiate mm. your essence. And so she was like, really, really connecting me to you to show me what was possible and show me, the life that I had not been able to dream up for myself yet. Mm -hmm. And so in doing so, you are how I got connected to human design, hearing about it. Cause I'd heard it mentioned, right? Like on some other podcasts, but not really understood what it was. And then there was, I can't remember what episode it was, but it was something I was driving home from a session with her and I put on your podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get home and look up what my human design is. And (laughs) ever since then, it has just been like a makes so much sense. It has helped me so much in my business, especially Mm -hmm. because I'm not someone who was meant to stand on the street corner and preach my truth to the world and let it be that way, right? Mm -hmm. I'm someone who is meant to be seen, but have who needs me come to me. And so Mm -hmm. really identifying how I did that, like how to do that with my own wounds and traumas and triggers mm-hmm. has been quite the experience. So, um, relationship has definitely been a big, big factor within my journey. Uh, my fiance is a manifester. I am a projector and
0: mm-hmm. what's his, he... number? his profile numbers, you know,
1: just, Oh, kidding. you know what? I actually don't know that. Or his authority,
0: the pro- emotional. I,
1: th- I think it is, which is ironic.
0: And actually. so is yours too, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he is, um, he has been the rock throughout all of this, right? Mm -hmm. So throughout all these surgeries, we've been together for five years now. um, And so he's been through a lot with me and a lot of things that are really traumatizing for him as well. You know, Um, there was a surgery before the hysterectomy that I went into heart failure and kidney failure. So I was hospitalized with 20 pounds of fluid on me and he really got that like, whoa, mortality in question at that moment Mm. he actually proposed three days before my hysterectomy so like the the cosmic connection there is just insane but it is something that I so deeply want to be able to provide him and like show him my gratitude Mm -hmm. for everything that he has brought to our lives and just for who he is and the appreciation for who he is um he's definitely not on the same Not in the same place on his journey as I am. So that has been a struggle for me and Mm -hmm. really navigating the entrepreneurial journey with having someone else that is so, I don't want to say different, but kind of like, I feel Mm -hmm. like we, our visions a lot of times can clash. And so that has been kind of a an uphill battle for me. Mm -hmm. And so I would love some guidance on that with all of your mastery (laughs) in this area.
0: Yeah. Um, First, I want to just share in that excitement of human design. (laughs) I can see your excitement. When I I started going deeper into it, uh, it really support, it does support me in just honoring my energy and and who I truly am. Obviously I was already doing that, you know, you're already on the path of like personal development, but like how you felt too. It's like, oh, oh, this is how my energy naturally flows. Oh, it's okay to like, you know, you know, it just was, Yeah. oh, these are, some strong areas for me or, Oh, next time I go into stories around feeling like I need to prove myself or whatever. That's just Mm -hmm. my open heart center. Like (laughs) it's my not self, Yes, you know, and, and living in alignment with your strategy and authority. So I share in your excitement in human design and I have been going down the rabbit hole and just love it to support my own self. And also so I could support clients because I already, the core foundation of my work is supporting people in truly being who they came here to be and channeling that into everything they do. And human design is just like, yeah, another dimension to that. So it just Mm -hmm. makes sense to add that into the mix. Um, So there's that on the human design piece. And it's always helpful also to learn what your partner is in their human design too. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of Get a gist of their energetic blueprint and how they yeah. operate, and see like you know the similarities, the differences, how to um, honor each other's energy as well.
1: Yeah.
0: And so um, we we can maybe bring some of the human design stuff into it, and also like I can just hear like what's going on, yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> and give some absolutely. solid like you know uh, man, I've learned from a lot of things for. from relationships too. And not, yeah. I'm not a relationship expert, but man, all of the experiences I've been through have definitely taught me a lot about communication yeah. and different dynamics and things. For Absolutely.
1: Sure. And that's exactly it, right? Like, uh, you may not be a relationship expert, but you've had relationships and you're an expert in your field in being you. So that's where I'm like, Give it all to me, sister. Let's go. I know you've got that wisdom.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> you sure do. Mm-hmm. Um. So the what you said is he's not on the same path as you, and in the same he's place. Not in the same place. Yet, he's not in the same so. place. Your visions clash a little bit. And mm-hmm. what is that like? How does that play out in your? Yeah. How does that play out for
1: you? Yeah. Yeah. So he's someone, so he is someone who I think probably the biggest thing that shows up is that a lot of our conversations happen not verbally and externally. (laughs) I feel like we both have a plan in our heads and we don't, he's not always great at being able to communicate that to me. And so I'm like, why are you not doing what I want you to do? Because I haven't communicated my path, like my plan either. Mm. And so there's a lot of that, like when working together on a, on a task or, you know, getting ready to go somewhere, there's a lot of that. Like, I thought we were doing something this way. Mm. He was planning on doing it this way. And so where do we meet in the middle kind of thing? Mm. Um it's interesting Definitely. that you say that already,
0: because as a manifester, their strategy is to inform, to to tell you before they do something. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So exactly. So I, like, it's almost one of those things where it's like, I know he's in his not so, and that's part of the transformation that he's going through right now, um, and so it's almost like. I don't have a good frame of reference for manifestors. I'm going to be honest. I really don't. I feel like that's the one type that has not shown up for me externally other than him. Mm. (laughs) All of my clients have been like manifesting generators. I seem to have a lot of projectors around me, but manifestors themselves, he's my token right now. Yeah.
0: Manifestors are initiators. They initiate things. They. Um, are great leaders, and unlike uh, like generators that are waiting to respond to things, or mm-hmm. projectors that are waiting for the invitation, manifestors are the ones that they they go out and do it. But they they their strategy is it, uh, to let people know what they're doing before they do it, or else it can create um, misunderstandings <laughs> or different mm-hmm. things. And so it's important for them to let people know what they're doing before they do it. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, but as far as like how you guys are operating in your uh when things come up, like I mm-hmm. guess there's some miscommunication happening there. Is there a way that like you can be are you aware of like the certain triggers or instances when that happens? Like you gave one example.
1: Yeah. So I, I definitely have been doing a better job of not letting it not letting it trigger the ego. Um, and really just coming to that place of like, okay, there's a miscommunication happening. Pause, let my emotions just kind of chill for a second, and then give him the opportunity to explain to me what was actually up there so that then I can be on the same page as him. Typically it's a uh, me pausing to then redirect the energy and the trajectory of our interactions that day. Um, and that's how we're able to like kind of come back. So I definitely think that it's, I've been making progress in it. It's just something I think that I'm now realizing isn't just situational it's like there's more to it that goes that comes into the situations does that make sense
0: it does and I'm curious if you know what that is or what what do you, what do you
1: think that is I honestly think that I think it's the the not self I think it's the the piece of your not self able- is not so okay His sounds not very like, <laughs> but that's what it feels like it feels like he resists almost um because it's vulnerable for him and then as a result I get frustrated I think you know I really think that that's really where it comes from is that I'm learning. Boundaries within our relationship Mm -hmm. and within, you know, not wanting it more than he does and not wanting it more for him than he does. Um, And he is someone who is just such a light in so many ways, but doesn't always see it and has a lot of that um, responsibility and Mm -hmm. uh, innate like loyalty and feeling like he is responsible and the rule, not the ruler of all, but like. I mean, he's, he's. The pillar. Naturally a leader. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's almost like he, that role, like that life being the leader and like running the show was a little too much. He hasn't quite decided he wanted to jump into that yet. So he's like, I'll hang out here and rules a little more quiet but I want to rule. He mm-hmm. wants to lead. Mm-hmm. Just not quite externally yet, more so just with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I And so my next question would be, yeah. um, in an ideal situation, what would it look like if it were a little different in a way where you feel more connected and- yeah aligned with him
1: absolutely in those moments I think that having that baseline of the understanding of the importance of communication and Mm -hmm. the understanding of the importance of the energy of interaction Mm -hmm. so that it's it's less of a we start here and then I'm able to pull us back and more of a Teamwork, yeah, mm-hmm. and then have the moments of adversity where we're able to kind of, you know, come together and unhash what is going on. Mm-hmm. But the baseline, I would like to be able to start with the teamwork and not have it, yeah, enter later in the chat.
0: Totally. Uh, do you guys ever do like little relationship meetings? like drop-ins
1: no i would love to i think think that that that's also that would be
0: such a good idea and it would give you an opportunity to drop in with each other on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis and like have an intentional curated space where like this is our relationship drop-in ceremony or whatever you want to like you don't you don't need to call it something but you can you can have like this is our you know our relationship Mm drop-in so we can check in with each other and share about our uh, week how we're feeling what's coming up what we want set Mm -hmm. a set a special date night you know talk about you know uh, things that maybe you've been feeling like if you literally that can be your space of both of your spaces of saying Mm -hmm. what you've been feeling and maybe that's when you can bring something up like you know uh in moments like these when this happens sometimes I feel blah 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 you can kind of go into that um what would be helpful is this and I Mm -hmm. desire to right and you can kind of share um your experience with that and I think that would be a great idea and a great starting Mm -hmm. place to like propose the idea of like hey let's you know, however you want to say it. Yeah. Because you're craving, you know, deeper connection. Of course, he's your, your love, (laughs) your fiance Mm -hmm. and relationships are something that we always need to nurture. It's Mm -hmm. not like you're with someone for a long time. And then you just, sometimes you can get into a routine or, you know, whatever, and you don't know what's going on in the person's head or their emotions or whatever. And, you know, there's always another layer of, or, or more depth of intimacy. Oh yeah. You know, oh, in a multitude yeah. of ways, like even sexual intimacy, like right.
1: maybe you yeah. have
0: stuff in that regard that you haven't discussed or right. shared or want to explore or shift or whatever. And yeah, having like a meeting or whatever you want to call it, Uh, is a great way to discuss all the things, like full spectrum, and be on board together as a team. Maybe you, you know, look at each other's human design chart during one of them. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like you can make it a fun thing. And sometimes it might not be super fun if there's heavy things, you know what I mean? Like, but Mm -hmm. it creates a safe space to do so.
1: Yes. I, I love that idea. I think that that's brilliant and definitely yeah. should be a first intervention here for sure.
0: Yeah. And
1: making it and fun for him to
0: just lead with to. why you want to do it. Like leave yeah. your excitement of why you think it's a great idea and why you, I'm sure he'd be on board. Like why wouldn't he want to connect with you deeper? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause those are feelings and feelings make us vulnerable.
0: Mm-hmm. but also the more vulnerable you are the deeper mm-hmm. you can connect and love each other yes and yes. you know love each other even through the vulnerabilities.
1: exactly exactly you know i love it yes yeah a thousand percent
0: yeah thousand love thousand each percent. other through the vulnerabilities and and like understand each other's triggers and stuff
1: mm-hmm. so
0: that you can develop strategies and even language to support you both in moments where you do get triggered and it is kind of challenging to Mm -hmm. have a conversation and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yes, absolutely. And this is in support for both of you so that you both can experience the greatest level of connection Mm -hmm. and fulfillment. um, And, be as supportive as you can for each other because you love each other.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I love that. I do. I think that you're right on the money there for sure.
0: Yeah. So I I would, I would
1: start there. I love it. I I absolutely will.
0: Yeah. And I can't wait to hear how it goes. Me Uh, too. Is there anything else that you wanted to ask around that or, or, Uh, or discuss?
1: Well, I would say, so in your experience, when dealing with people who are not as far on their spiritual journey as you are, have you had moments that have allowed you to explore things like this or explore things that may not be as much...
0: Like into the woo?
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how you, how you make it less woo slash not even less woo but like how you combine the two does that make sense yeah
0: um I guess I can use my parents as an example Mm -hmm. (laughs) well my mom at least I told you a little bit about my mom yeah and so because I have a lot of my a lot of my friends for the most part are like all into it um but at different stages like I feel like it's important to meet people where they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think that that can be done in an easeful way without going into all of the, I mean, I'm not saying you need to hide anything, but like at the core of what you're into is mm-hmm. really connecting to yourself and right. love yeah. and, you know, spirit mm-hmm. and, and higher power for, mindfulness and peace and happiness and and a lot of you know science and spirituality too blend like hand in hand and same same thing with like religions and stuff not i mean at the core of it you know even though there's a lot of programming and all that and so Mm -hmm. i think that it's helpful to come to a higher perspective um so that you can connect there if that makes sense mm-hmm. you can yeah, kind absolutely. of gauge what i'm assuming you're talking about your fiance with this yeah Still, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. so, um and for in asking this question are you desiring to to are you desiring to bring him a bit more into your i guess world and passions around this or I would love to
1: at like in the future, but um mostly like I think my biggest priority is for him to find some peace within himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that you're gonna have to meet him where he is a little bit with that, without Mm -hmm. trying to change anything or push anything or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um and just kind of gauge what he where he is, what he's open to, and you can do that by sharing your experiences, even or, you know, uh, experiences of other people. Mm-hmm. See if he's into psychedelics. He
1: <laughs> is. He is. Oh yeah.
0: Oh okay. So, That's
1: you know, I'm not. I'm he's... not. I'm not
0: saying. To, I'm not condoning anything over here. But you know, I'll you know. <laughs>
1: I know but I he's he's such an interest like he's truly such an interesting human I feel okay. like he was born a hippie and then indoctrinated into what he is now yeah
0: well <laughs> that like can be a losing. great a great place to connect mm-hmm. and connect unfiltered you know and mm-hmm. um explore safely of course um I think that if that I think that would be freaking awesome
1: yeah, I think so. You know, too. And yeah, it's just, right. a, just a way to connect,
0: you know, mm-hmm. just like, hey, if you just go into it with connect to each other and yourselves individually, you know, anything else that comes from the exploration is mm-hmm. fine. So you got to I think that's a cool way to maybe meet in the middle. <laughs> Not yeah, the only absolutely. way. No, but I, like I, love, that. Really I like love that. that. And you don't need to go like out into the ethers or crazy, like whatever. But like you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it just it it quiets the ego chatter I and it, it really gets you in your heart. And so this idea. Um, but beyond, beside that, and beyond that, um, I think it's important to check your own inner dialogue mm-hmm. and possible judgments yeah. of needing him to be Mm -hmm. a certain way or believe a certain thing or be into it as much as you and love him for who he is and where he is Mm -hmm. and seek the same from him. And you, it's okay to want him to support your path and understand Mm -hmm. it a little. And you can let him know that, but he doesn't necessarily need to be super into it, all of that. And if you desire that, I think that that he can become more open and curious and, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as you're detached from that and kind of just like, and don't have any expectations and just let it Mm -hmm. be what it is and try to meet in places where you both can meet like the psychedelic thing or like whatever else comes to you.
1: Absolutely. I'm really getting like in this, with everything that you're saying, because it is, it's just so right on the money that the efforts that I've made, i have like my perspective has been on too much of what i'm bringing and not enough of where he's at because i think that by providing the evidence of what i'm bringing Mm -hmm. that will make him like open to it like no yeah it's it's the opposite Mm -hmm. so i love this i'm so appreciative because it is so can't see your own shit right
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah i appreciate it so much and also like he definitely
0: does not isn't one to be like to be told what to do or no. like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and also remember, wait for the invitation. Exactly. If go into that. So if you provide a <laughs> safe environment of, you know, that mm-hmm. then it can support that flow of energy. And that. so you, you'll have to, all you can do is do your part
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, hopefully this gave some clarity on like, oh, so what much. that can look like. <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely. Because that's really what I'm asking, right? It's like, yeah, I, the question sounds like it's that way, but it's really, <laughs> how do I, how do I foster this within me? And how do I show up in a better light and energy that allows it mm-hmm. to be the way that I want? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm so appreciative. I'm seriously so much. Thank you. Yeah. So you're
0: so welcome. I'm excited. I'm like, me too excited of what of what um comes from this and excited for you to deepen your connection and intimacy happy. and maybe even add some fun new experiences yes. to your journey together yes I love it I'm super pumped Super That's pumped. exciting
1: That's I'm like exciting. bummed because he has to work the next couple of nights so I'm like dang it <laughs> <laughs>
0: well yeah like maybe yeah get something on the calendar like actually schedule to. the the uh Connection
1: the, the drop ins yeah. yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: like make it um to. a priority and you guys can discuss it together too mm-hmm. like hey like how often do you want like let's let's get the first one in the books yeah. and then then you can right. discuss it there and make it like a nice however you want like you can yeah. like a nice little yeah romantic night too
1: I love it. I love it. I'm super pumped. Super and
0: that way, cool. it gives you both a space. It's not like just you, coming. right? Coming, it's like preaching. Hey, yes, let's it's both like open collective. this container. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm super pumped. I'm, me too, me too. I'm so excited. We do. I'm excited about everything that you're doing and shifting into, and like your 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 personal and spiritual growth and relationship growth, and it's exciting
1: so exciting it's so exciting I'm just so blessed and just grateful truly because it is I've I had not ever felt this much joy within my body or within myself before mm. so it's truly been such a blessing I feel like you
0: need to like write a book or something geez mm-hmm.
1: I've got a lot of these little projects and pieces that mm. are work they're in the works but I'm waiting for the right person to come to mm-hmm. pull it out, which is why it's been so crazy. Like our whole podcast adventure mm-hmm. is. The like, podcast
0: is such a great idea because, like, you are opening up the space for people to. I'm so
1: glad that you say that. I'm yeah, so glad that you say that because I was in. like, this is it. I think this is it.
0: That and even just like yeah, sharing your experiences right. and and your knowledge and wisdom because as a you're like a guide. As projectors mm-hmm. are like the guides. Mm-hmm. And so it's really um, about creating the space for people to invite you in mm-hmm. by sharing your guidance in a way yeah. that feels natural for you.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So much. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. so thankful.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you can easily do that through your experience too, which there's so I many hope. people that- plan. Um, we just did like a survey not that long ago for, um, my audience. And I was interested to see a lot of people shared, um, health things that came up, body things, Mm -hmm. not, not a whole lot, but like a decent amount. And I, yeah, like, and you know, that it's connected to emotional things and it's affecting Absolutely. And I'm not someone who thankfully has dealt with things like that. And so I'm super grateful. And also like, I know a lot of people, even some of my a couple of my closest mm-hmm. friends, and I can only imagine the effect that that can have on a lot of things on the thoughts, the quality of the thoughts that you think, uh-huh. because you're feeling like that. And it's yeah. like this loop of like, yep. you know, emotions, thoughts, body. Like I just, you know, I've seen it Mm -hmm. in friends and um, the impact it can have on your business and goals and all of that. And so I just think it's the work that you're doing, what I'm trying to say is super powerful and needed in like such a multi-dimensional way for people to feel at ease in their body. And I'm Just really excited for you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. And it was so, it's it's been been so awesome. Fully receiving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally received that. I, and I, I, just the way that you communicated all of that in the beginning of this was so eloquently put through your (laughs) own experience. Yeah. And yeah, you're so welcome. And I'm excited for you to shine because so many people need your work. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank
1: you. And thank you for this. This connection has been wonderful, truly so blessed. And I'm just so grateful for you. I can't wait to see where this grows and what it turns into, honestly. yeah. Same, same.
0: So where can people find you and connect with you? I'm going to leave it in the show notes, but I want you to say whatever you want to say, any last words and where they could find you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So you can find me on yourelevatedintuition.com. I am also on social media. I'm on Instagram at elevated.intuition and on Facebook as well. Um, You can link from my website to all of that. And then my podcast is also live on my website as well. So you can find us there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I'll put all that in the show notes too. This was so amazing. So grateful we connected and I'll talk to you soon. And thank you everyone listening.
1: (laughs) Thanks guys. Have a great day.
0: One more thing before you go, have you tried my abundance hypnosis yet? If not, you better get on it. I have a free abundance hypnosis. You can go check it in the show notes or go to spiritualbossbabe.com slash 11 prompts. People who've listened to my abundance hypnosis on a regular basis have manifested and shifted in so many ways, calling in new clients, more money, and just feeling overall more grounded and anchored in their power. I'm really excited for you to dive in and can't wait to hear what manifests for you.